Do it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have been waiting a long time for this episode. I guess I could look at the camera. So, this is the Rise of Skywalker. This is – oh, no, wait. The the Rise of Rush Sequels. Elliot, you wrote your own title. You don't remember as a – God damn it, man. You're so loud. I'm just I'm so it is the Everybody rise of memory. <laughs> it is the rise of rush sequels episode. So we'll be talking about all of the sequel trilogy movies. Um, as you know, I am the host with the most looks like a ghost. Oh, that's new. Uh, sure, I, I like that. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> all right. Next, uh, my left, we have Mr. Ken Fisher. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. I'm, I have returned. <laughs> the man is back. High five. Yeah. yeah. Next, we have. Uh, you can do your nickname if you like to. Chili Mr. 305, how you doing? Okay. And then we have my man, Jenny Boy. It's your man, Johnny Boy, right here. Bringing you guys the freshest scoops on the newest sequel. Okay, and you is a copyright. I'm copywriting that for now. <laughs> oh, copy striking my channel? That's really just like Thick Boy Kenobi. All right. Uh, so, or, you know, Sexy Venom. Mm -hmm. Sexy Venom. You know, I deleted that actually. What? Yeah, Why? I had to no, it was too much space. Honestly, it was. Oh, God. The, uh, that and the audio was terrible. So I'd rather we redo it. We we'll always have that photo of him freaking out over Venom. I have that photo still. <laughs> <laughs> When he first once when see when Elliot saw Venom for the first time, he, he became shaggy. Yeah, shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> shaggy. <laughs> the Mike Fear shaggy. All right, let's um, too powerful. So let's uh, let's uh, get right into the Star Wars universe. So I feel like um, it's proper that can you I can't see. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so I feel like it's right that we kind of um, divulge into three movies. We break it down evenly. So we will do Force Awakens first, followed by uh, Last Jedi, and then we'll follow by Rise of Skywalker. So then uh, we will start off by The Force Awakens. So uh, we're going to start around the round table or the square table, and we will discuss um, the pros and cons and debate for the next few films. So, Ken, why don't you start us off with uh, Force Awakens? Yes. Uh, what are your pros and cons? The pros was it was a new take on Star Wars. That's something we've seen multiple times up from the from the beginnings from where Mark Hamill played Luke Skywalker to Henry Christensen as, as Anakin. We've seen so many of that that, we, that it was so weird and so original to have a new take on new characters such as Kylo Ren, um, Rey, and then seeing such a old characters come back as Han, as Han Solo, Chewbacca, who's not changed at all. Um, it's, it's, it's very good to see new power we haven't seen before as um, Kylo Ren is shown. Um, it's it's also interesting to see how Kylo Ren, the son of Han Solo, became Kylo Ren. Mm. Um, it was awesome seeing the way lightsabers were shown. Now it was much more. It just felt more. It just felt better seeing the way lightsabers are now because before it was all just like motion that like the editors had to guess work on how the movement was of the of the last of the lightsaber now they know and now it just feels better and now it has an added jj flair to it the lens, the lens flare as you see <laughs> so um so that's your pros um any other anyone say the cons the cons i would say of the force awakens would have to be um well you know not even with the pros the pros was still the thankfully john you know the score was amazing as per usual for star wars is mm-hmm 
Um, and yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the, the, the pros. Now the cons will have to be how some certain characters, Ray, I'm talking about here, was overpowered from the start. Mm. She didn't have a character to the fourth until after this movie came out. Uh, I mean, like, we didn't know why. There was no explanation to why she was as powerful as she was. Right, we just see her as a scavenger on, on Jakku, you know, scavenging this old Star Destroyer. Like, that's, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to, to no, go ahead, yeah. but that's, that's something that I like about The Force Awakens, actually. The fact that when we get introduced to Rey, Rey's just a scavenger, just a, a little rat in the desert just scrounging for parts. Now, we could see that she... How do you say? She had to make a life on her own, you know, like living alone or semi with with that big slug Simon Pegg monster, you know, constantly grabbing onto her with rations. You know, it, it's a hard life. You know, it's good. It, it it's it makes us a little bit more sympathetic towards Ray. You know, and it's a good start. And I I appreciate JJ for doing that. Of course, know? yeah, I do. I do that as well. Boss, a kind of pro. I forgot was cinematography in this film. Dude, it was oh, big in scale. Yeah, big in scale. You see some flashbacks towards you know the starter shirt that we saw from the old movies. I was like, oh wow, that's Hassi on on here, and she's exploring that. It kind of also set up the emotion that we might see that later on. So kind of kind of like a bit foreshadowing. Not sure if it was intended or not, but it was foreshadowing. Um, the Nurkan was um, much as I much as I don't like to say it, the death of Han Solo. Oh, at at the moment, at the moment, it was it was impactful. I th- I'll say that in the moment, yes, it did hit me. But um, Ken, what are, uh, to wrap up? What are some any other things you want to say uh, for Force Awakens? It was a good movie. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a very interesting new take on Star Wars. Like I said before, um, out of ten, I would rate it a good seven. Okay. Good seven. Good. good seven average. Just to as a as a new fresh start on Star Wars. New take, seven for seven for originality as well. Okay, by the way, for future respectful for future uh, for the re- that, that's fine. They didn't know. Um, for uh, for the rest of the episode, I think we should do the rankings at the end, and and then we also do one through six as well. Um, but that's um, <laughs> that's okay. Seven, seven out of ten. Even though that's the, and that's the seventh installment. That's funny. Um, so, so, so it's poetry. Right? <laughs> that's right. You know. Um, so sorry, okay. I've been here for. What? No, you're good. Three, four episodes, oh, yeah. maybe yeah. more. Yeah. No, you're good. No, for, for a while. For your first day back, you're a little rusty, but you can, we can, we can work it out. Yeah, <laughs> the, rust, the rust will shake off. <laughs> so, uh, so, Andres, your turn. All right. Um, with The Force Awakens, initially when I first watched it, I ate it up. I ate it up completely. I'm not afraid to admit that. I thought that it was a like a, one of the most beautiful movies I've seen. How it shot it. it oh, my God. Like... The usual J.J. flair that I actually like. A lot of people don't... Most people can either take it or leave it from like his previous movies with Super 8, with the Star Trek remakes. Yeah, you could take it or leave it. You could say it's a little bit derivative of other of other directors, but I don't agree. I don't agree. I think with J.J., there, he has a certain style to it in that everything has to feel big. That's why the cinematography encapsulates a lot in one frame. And I like the fact that this movie was shot with actual film it was it was i like that i like that a lot so now so from there it has that classic star wars feel to it like all down and dirty in the actual locations themselves i like the practicality of that of the movie the special effects are great the cgi blends better than i think in any star wars film if you ask me 
also to go on what you're saying also is like this this film had a lot of practical effects which is not really much known for star wars because most of the cgi that we've seen from episode three for example some of that was probably most of it was cgi for this movie a lot of it that we didn't even know was was practical effects yeah yeah as we know I agree. We, as we know you know but and, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. no 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 i was, I was just like continue and I do like the introductions of these three new characters that we get, you know, for example, but one thing I didn't, four, 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 holy <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah, four, four, um, yeah, Kylo Ren, Ray, Finn, and Poe, these four, these four, they have great introductions, but um, with Poe's introduction, like, come on, you have Max von Sydow, the, the, the priest of the exorcist himself, and you just waste him on one scene, That that's a con, that's like, Okay, for a bigger purpose, I, I anticipate that he'll serve a greater purpose. Now that I've seen the whole trilogy, I mean, it really didn't lead anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as cons are concerned, uh, like Ken said, Ray feels too overpowered at the beginning. For example, she can speak. She can speak fluid droid. That's all right. That's fine. I can believe that. Right. That's fine. And but then. Here is where what's what's this big Simon Pegg monster named Plunkett? Plunky? Yeah, Plunky. Plunky. call him McClunky. McClunky. Let's call him McClunky. Mc- yeah. <laughs> so McClunky comes in, right, and he pays like thirty-four portions for this for this refugee BB-8 robot, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, she contemplates it for a second, and then she's like, not for sale. And at the beginning, in the first watching, I was like, okay, you're doing the right thing. Then I watched it again, and then I said, "Wait, what's your motivation for doing this? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be in your shoes here. But why? What? What? What is your connection to this droid? Like, like, hmm. I don't know. You you find him being captured by this by the scavenger, right? And he follows you everywhere. Okay, that's fine. But do, do we have any connection between you and BB-8? I mean, I don't understand. Hmm. Is there anything else that hmm. you felt that was kind of Use yeah. a force, right? Do you also feel like that there is anything else wrong with Force Awakens? The Force Awakens, to me, in general, it feels a little too derivative of the of a New Hope, and I get that that was the intention, mm-hmm. but that doesn't to me that doesn't make it any less derivative. I mean, if I want to see a New Hope, I'll see a New Hope. If I want to see a New Hope revamped with more special effects and with less interesting characters, I'll watch the Force Awakens. But overall, I didn't think the movie was bad. I thought yeah. it was a good movie. It's enjoyable. I still watch it. It's really cool. Good mm-hmm. to know. Jonathan? So for what I think about Force Awakens, like I'm going to refer back to the scene you were talking about with McClunky, Ray, and BB-8. <laughs> yeah. But what you were saying there, I think the main reason why she didn't give BB-8 away is because it was the first thing that actually came into contact with her for the first time in like forever. Mm-hmm. As we can see with her marking down every day that her parents were gone on a wall, Instead of marking down the slash with the five, we don't know how many days it's been now. That kind of bothered me. I can't lie. I saw that in the movie for the first time. I'm like, where's the slash for the five? I can't count this. My algebra teacher will be so disappointed in me. But yeah, now I'll get into the more into the pros of the movie. So definitely with the pros of, of The Force Awakens, we see that obviously the soundtrack is always amazing. John Williams, always great. And I will say that his music definitely always carries Star Wars and gives it the environment and the ambiance and everything. Cool. For it. Anything else? And then for 
For the movie in general, I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say. I mean, for Force Awakens, I forgave it a lot because it was the first installment of a Star Wars movie in about 10 years because the last time we had a Star Wars movie was back in 2005, which was actually, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, actually, and if we're going to be technical, it's the Clone Wars, but... Well, like, live action like, movies, Elliot. Live action. I'm talking big live action movies. movies. Like big budget. Okay. I'm talking like mainline live movie tr- trilogy and all that. Okay, so no Lego so, Star Wars. Yeah, no Lego Star Wars, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> next <laughs> time, no, next time. But yeah, so pretty much from so, 2005 from when Revenge of the Sith came out all the way to 2015 for when Force Awakens came out. So it was a big gap for sure that we didn't have Star Wars and I was just excited to see anything at the time. But upon like further reflection... I still don't have a whole lot to say about this movie that is negative. I guess the the one negative that I do have for this movie is Kylo Ren. Mm. In my opinion, it's the fact that they made his character a lot less evil and that he didn't keep the mask on for longer. Because I felt with the mask on, he was scary. He was a big, bad Sith Lord. Like, oh my god, Darth Vader 2.0 sends shivers down my spine. And then... Like, he takes off the mask when he's talking to Ray, and I'm like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> and then after that, it just goes downhill for me. And I like that that The Force Awakens added a new Force power, which was, like, Force Stop. Yes. That, yes. that like Seeing dude, that also when we was like, like, what? Yeah, I was like, I was so excited that that was a new power. And, you know, like, regardless of what of what some, some Star Wars fans think, you know, I like that this new inclusion was there, and it felt, it felt natural because... I, I don't know, unlike force healing, force yeah. stopping actually, it actually kind of integrates itself well within the context of the story of yeah. what it needs to be. And what we get from Kylo Ren is that he's this badass Sith Lord, you know, who's probably cracked through the six digit code of the force, you know, it's just, we don't, we don't, we don't know anything about this guy and it works perfectly, at least for me, in yeah. that story. So, okay. Um, anything else, John, you want to say? Or, or you've made out your points, you feel? Um, I will just say I wish that Kylo Ren did appear a little bit more evil, maybe had some more scarring, something that made him look a little more badass. Because I think with the way that how he was uh, with the mask on, it was like badass appearance. He took off the mask, and then it was kind of like, eh, I can still see an evil villain. But now he looks kind of a little more relatable, which I wish they would have made him more relatable later on and made him more human and, like, evolve this character with that so that way like when he takes off the mask it's not just such a oh you see a potato with a wig yeah potato with the <laughs> with <a> black <laughs> wig with, the, with that freaking neck thing you know to go on what you said I feel that like what they should have done and I'm thinking about it um I feel that they should have made kind of run evil in Force Awakens then make his character his character more relatable in Last Jedi yes yes, yes. and then and then in Rise of Skywalker have that redeemable factor yes um I agree and uh, now um, Elliot. Yeah, now on to Elliot. Now on to. Did you, you want to say? Did, I don't know. Did you I look just like... wanted to introduce Miles' base. <laughs> his description of the Force Awakens. Um, when I first saw this movie, I was in uh, downtown Disney, or now Disney Springs. Um, oh, here we go. Watching it, and um, I was very excited. It's a very new, obviously new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at me. <laughs> I felt that. Oh damn! I, heard that. <laughs> um, I I definitely felt that this was uh, a fresh new Star Wars film. Um, when I first saw it, I thought it was daring, different. Um, like like you guys said about Kylo Ren, um, when he first came in and stopped Poe with that, I was like, oh shit, okay. And then like you know, I like the Poe uh, interaction, like um, <clears throat> excuse me, and my horse, my voice is a little hoarse. Um, it's 
Anyway, but then uh, when he go, and then Poe goes, um, you know, do you talk to first? Do I talk first? Um, I think that that's an <laughs> that's an example of um, a Star Wars movie that has the humor, has the drama, and it has that adventure film. This is definitely a Star Wars flick um, to bring up about. You know, that's my pros. But one of the pros I want to say was that um, Han Solo's death. Um, I definitely felt that um, before. I was very shocked when he finally died when I first saw it. Um, in, uh, I almost said spoilers, but uh, I've realized it's, it's four different. years. You yeah, have, You had more than four years. Yeah. At this point, if you're watching a podcast about the rise of the Rush sequels and you haven't seen them yet, go watch them, please. Yeah. Because um, just a warning right now, spoilers. It's expressed, but spoilers. That's true. Gotcha, guys. Gotcha. <laughs> um, Always here. That's true. Late but never. <laughs> oh, better late than never. Um, but I think what we should always say is that um, with the death of Han Solo brought something very interesting. I think my favorite scene easily in Force Awakens was uh, his death. I definitely liked when it was kind of like, it was like a Star Wars film. It was just kind of like just, you know, okay, we got to go. The bad guys are going to go, like, you know, stop the bad, uh, the good guys. And then, you know, it was definitely like, um, you know, I definitely felt that Force Awakens was a definitely updated remake of New Hope, but I definitely felt there was some new additions that it did greatly in it. Um, I think one of them was the scene where they had, um, like, Kylo was like, I got to stop, you know, the resistance, not Rebels, resistance, like there's a difference um, <laughs> in, in the uh, in the Starkiller base. Um, but then you know, there's the pilots everywhere shooting around, and then there's, like, going to bomb the tra- – um, Whatever it is, but one of the things I liked was this scene where we have Han looking at his son being like this, you know, kind of like the next Darth Vader walking through this, the, um, what would we call it? The hangar? No, the hangar. The hangar. Yeah, the hangar. And then he, there's like the shot above where we see Han coming in and he yells out, Ben. I didn't expect that. But with Ben, I thought that was. Character for his dog character from. Um, the freaking like, new animal movie that came out recently. Do, do little? No, no, not do little. The animated movie about dogs. Oh, no, I don't remember the name of that, that movie, but I know which one you're talking about. But Elliot, what, what, um, to wrap up um, <laughs> the segment, um, I want to say that movie was great um, for that moment, I think, um, because it's like saying, I'm like, Ben, holy crap. Like, he's like, I don't know what I have to do, but I know I have the strength to do it. And then he's like, yes, I'll help you anything. We miss you. I thought he was going to come back, but then obviously he killed him. It's like, Whoa, he did this. And obviously Chewie came in like, you killed my bro. Dude, dude. Yeah. And yes, you feel you that. feel that. He's like, oh, crap. But Kylo is still strong because later in the fight when he's – it's kind of the lightsaber battles are more realistic in these sequel trilogies. Um, but um, it has the choreography, but I feel like it could have been a little bit different. But there's, there's reasons behind that later. Yeah, but then but, you fight, there's choreography. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Even um, but you, to, you, to, finish, to finish my point um, – um, you can definitely feel the blaster. Like how it's like ah, like he kept like punching. It's like oh, and he could feel to see the blood. He's like this is so much, but punching my teeth. We can see it in the Last Jedi. <laughs> um, but to wrap up my point, no, good, good. <laughs> what one thing I do want to finish saying for the Force Awakens is that um, I liked Finn. I thought that it was interesting that oh, he's a different stormtrooper. Um, uh, that he was a stormtrooper, but now he's you know going to the resistance. He's only there for Ray. I thought that was interesting. That was cool. I like I like uh, that's why I like <laughs> Poe um, was good. I thought he was in um, fifteen seconds. Okay, so yeah, um, I definitely felt that it was a great new addition. But I think onwards, I think we should do a little debate for a few seconds, and then we'll move on to the last Jedi. Last Jedi. Last-
And we're back. So Force Awakens. So uh, one thing I definitely want to um, say is that, yes, I agree. Ray was way too powerful in her early start. Um, uh, that's definitely a must given. Um, I also believe that um, definitely some scenes from Force, from Force Awakens were definitely repeated from A New Hope with um, obviously the like a desert planet, the cantina, a Death Star, a trench run, folks. Dressing, dressing uh, like infiltrating the Death Star just to rescue somebody. Yes, and a mentor that that Ray looked up to immediately yeah. killed. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, but that's just something I like, or not I like, but that's something that's like, hmm, okay. Um, it's simple and easy, but um, one thing I, I think we should easily say is that Force Awakens. I definitely it's a, definitely a fun movie. Um, yeah, I yeah. I don't think it's um, top three for me, but I definitely feel that it's um, an enjoyable movie. I like to see it once in a while, um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. The negatives. I'm trying to think of negatives. Uh, General Hux is a bitch. That's one. In this uh, one, he's always a bitch. He's always been a bitch. Dude, in the, Force Awak- in the Force Awakens, General Hux was the man. But my my thing was, it, I don't. One of the disagreements I have was that the First Order. There was nothing. This is Miles in the sequel trilogy. That, there's nothing that really says anything like same thing in the Empire for original trilogy. There's nothing that says like, oh, there's a reason why we hate the Resistance. It's just like, okay global or, or interplanetary dominance mm. okay great but like why i would i would argue that as well that's true but um where to me where it all starts to fall apart with the first order's like dominance is when general hux gives a speech to mm-hmm. everybody on the star killer base right as the last day you know and i'm just like the, are you gonna start crying hux i like you here don't screw it up <laughs> The symbolism that that was was actually Hitler, yes, um, and and the Nazis. That the symbolism. Well, they did the. Yeah, uh, they did so the I'm not saluting. I'm just doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just doing, doing. We're doing the best guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. White power. Yeah, but, no, we're not. Yeah, I know. What kind of forever? What kind of Nikki? What kind of what kind of forever? Yeah. But no, Hux was definitely a ginger Hitler. Uh, during that time, and um, I definitely felt, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean by that. And I like that uh, they establish um, hyper uh, light speed tracking. It, it it's a little line, but it, it gets set up for the last Jedi. This is the one thing I'll give you. <laughs> it's the one thing that I'll say that yes, however dumb it may be, it was set up, and I do re- I I do I do respect the continuity that happens between then and then, but. Um, who I like in this one is Snoke above all because Snoke seems a little more uh, seems more how do you say more reserved than the Emperor. He seems a little bit more calculated, a little bit more shrouded in darkness and mystery. Like mysterious, exactly. I was gonna say that just now. Yeah, it, it, it was all mysterious. All like suddenly, like, yes, it's gonna be great until we see Last Jedi. And then Rise of Skywalker. Okay, that's true. <laughs> let's let's keep our focus here. No, of course, awakens, but for that initial first impression, JJ JJ and and the and the other writers and how do you say uh, the set designers really did a good job in making you feel like this is a place of dread. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. would not want to be here face to face with this big hologram, this big hologram monkey thing. 
I don't know. That face, that attire, it has history. We want to know. It, that's how it keeps poking at our attention, you know? Or, you know, the fan base, but they assumed who Snoke was at the time was a stormtrooper who hit his head on, on the freaking wall. <laughs> I'm like, why? That, 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 oh my god. Yeah. I was interested in a different theory where it was possibly Mace Windu. Yeah, I saw, oh, that. I saw, that I saw the Mace Windu theory and I was like, that would be awesome. Went through a Michael Jackson thing and then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get sued by the Michael Jackson uh, family, unless uh, <laughs> uh, I, I anyone else has anything, anything to say, final thoughts on Force Awakens? Um, I will admit, um, like I said before, the fight scenes in this, to me, like my favorite scene in this movie. Was not when, like, like you said, Han Solo's death or the beginning. It was towards the end where we saw Poe. No, sorry, Finn fight Kylo Ren with the lightsaber. That to me was the climax of the movie. That was amazing. Oh, that was incredible. That was incredible. Finn wasn't even training. He was giving it his all. He even poked him at one point. But Kylo, it proves that Finn is way out of his depth. He Agreed. has no training at all, but he manages to hold his own. But then Kylo Ren just slices him up, you know. That's why I like Finn a lot in this movie particularly because he has, he has balls. an interesting story arc and the aforementioned balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see him fight Rey. Yeah. And then yeah. the climax dropped to hell. No, <laughs> I, I like that scene. It was entertaining. It was entertaining, but yet again, it's like she kicks somebody's ass who has more training than she does. Yeah, I can. I can. See I'll that. say that on Vice of Skywalker. Why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. All right. Down. Now, Last Jedi. No, no, no. First, like, oh. like you said before, the ratings. You said. No, no, no. At the end, end. Oh, the end, end. Oh. So, should have clarified that before. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, then you said the end, end. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let us transition into the Last Jedi, one of the most polarizing movies I could say that have ever ex- that has existed if not just for the star wars fan base and before we start this is this is a homage to jose yes out of respect yeah. for jose we wouldn't be criticizing this movie if we didn't have any respect for you jose <laughs> jose wish you were here buddy but now we must roast your movie yes we will yes <laughs> i do have one final point to bring up about force awakens though all right especially at the end battle with kylo ren and ray I noticed that it's very interesting how Rey is supposed to be the hero, but yet when her epic comeback scene comes on, we don't see her come back with a focused face thinking of happy thoughts. We see her like gritting her teeth and her being angry. The rage. The rage. So it's interesting seeing how Rey is our hero, but yet she's relying on the dark side to defeat Kylo Ren. But when you consider the knowledge also of what we know from Rise of Skywalker, which we'll get into later, it's interesting to see that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. Okay. Last Jedi? Yeah, Last Jedi. Let's go. Last Jedi. You ready? Okay. You ready? Okay. And, you know, as you know, like no one on the screen saw that, don't take your shit off, buddy. Don't go off and kind of toe on me. No stripping. No stripping. That's tonight, buddy. That's tonight. That's tonight. Now who? Wait, 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 we should go to the strip. Okay. All right. We're not going to the strip. We're, we're, we're going to, uh, okay. Yeah, no one told you about the orgy? <laughs> this is not the it books, all right? 12 minutes, okay. This is not Stephen King knowledge, all right? No, no, no. We can keep going. Okay, so, uh, so because, now. Uh, yes, no orgies, no strip clubs. Um, just just nerdy people. So but, now, who is first in this demonic debate that we're about to have? I'll go. 
Okay, go for it, Ellie. Here we um, go, boys. We're going to dive right into this. Um, I, I, when I first saw it, I thought that it was okay, cool, different. Um, and Joe, Jesus. What is the freaking Palpatine? Young Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Where's Waddles here? Let's go. Let's get my edge. Okay. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, what are you left out here? <laughs> so, the last Jedi. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know. Want to borrow my, my, my freaking hoodie? Sure, okay. I don't know why, but you see. This thing on. See, Ellie with the hoodie on. This is the thing that elementary school that people used to do. But they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> I look like, a, like a, a, an albino dementor. See, Ellie with the hoodie on. I look like the fucking guy from Last Jedi and Roger Skywalker, the ginger. Um, commander. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huts, yeah, yeah. Huts, Huts yes. <laughs> but you're like the fifteenth person who's told me that that in Shaggy. So Disney Universal, if you're applying for Hux or for Shaggy, I'm your man. Yeah. Um, As you know, colorblind. Because I'm colorblind. That's racist. No, that's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Right. Um, well, that's the cutest. That's the cutest. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's plow into this. Thank you for the five people still listening to this. Um, so with Last Jedi, um, when I first saw this, um, I thought that mm, this is definitely different. This is, who this is a lot different that Ryan Johnson has gotten to this movie. You know, we see many different things. Um, we see, um, we see obviously Luke comes back and um, as a damaged person and not only damaged person but like as kind of like an elder kind of Wise who man. was a prophet who was has sadly fallen because shit happened and we don't know why but then we're later told why it happened and we see more of ben solo hashtag you know kylo ren um and then we also see you know the more development of ray her pull into the dark side and then we have Everything else going on um, that's kind of forgettable with the whole uh, Finn Rose thing, but that's later on. But the that's for later on. I for the last minute. But um, but there's definitely some great moments. Like the Praetorian Guard fight was amazing. Um, I also felt that there were um, some really significant moments. Like um, uh, there's some really good moments, but there are definitely some questionable moments in here but i mean first shot i was like oh this is interesting actually i saw it with uh, jonathan over yeah. here um my fellow dementor so um <laughs> but then i saw it a second time and i'm like uh no that's when the cracks mm, began that's show, when right? i see the cracks um to see it and then i was like okay for the next year i kind of hated it and then jose made some fair points about it and i think those fair points are that um some fair points is that um, Luke was definitely damaged. Luke definitely felt that, okay, I have so much weight onto this. I have to do everything I can to save Kylo Ren from what's going on in his mind. And what the, it's like, I see this prophet in here. And I realized that, okay, I have to make them as like, oh, he messed up. And I, I like that theme of like Jedi masters mess up. I like that because when we were kids, obviously we think like, oh, Jedis are this – amazing perfect idols that like we like you know thick boy or you know qui-gon or mace windu or yoda even um but it's interesting for for luke to see him mess up um and i like that because it made gave a reason for kylo to escape but i didn't agree with the fact that luke just kind of 
like with Return of the Jedi, he kept saying, I will not fight you, father, and even talks to him. But then with his nephew, he's like, I sense a lot of things going down. Okay, time to kill him. Uh, that's not a good enough reason. I felt that I understand the direction that they wanted to take. It makes sense why. But I felt that uh, the writing for that specific problem of like, I think we needed a better reason to see Kylo Ren, like for for Luke to want to kill Kylo. I feel like there was needed to be a much better reason. But overall, that's my biggest. There's other things, but I'll like get into it. To, but, go, um, to go to go off of what you just said, um, I feel like you know like what they could have done is that you could you could see Luke or hear or have Luke listen or see what's in Kylo Ren's mind, because you know as a as a very experienced Jedi, he could do that. He right. could he could he could listen to the darkness inside of him, and 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 I think that if we would have heard that and heard what's going on on the darkness, we would have understood more. Right. And this is going off Mark Hamill what he said before. I guess he apologized for this right after, but he did disagree with the way things were going between him and Star Wars at the time and his character. But I do agree. But sorry to cut you off. But um, he very much disagreed with it. But he did do the best he did in this role. Agreed. Yeah, he gave it his all. I can give that to Mark Hamill. So anything else, Ken, you want to say about... I'm sure you have a lot to say about Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that laugh, but uh, <laughs> let's continue this voyage. Um, so the first thing that I will say that kind of struck me as very... This is very weird. It's like the kind of first time I saw it. It was the casino scene. Oh, yeah. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. That's what this movie is. <laughs> Canto Bite. <laughs> can't find no bite. Yeah, can't bite this. All right. So, so, so what is um, something that you don't like about the Canto Bite sequence? I had no reason to be in there. Why is that? For one, just the, the entire thing with the plot had nothing to do with the plot, the movie of any kind. What? But, okay, specifically why? Because um, you could have easily um, pretty much found, could have easily just, uh, okay. <laughs> so pretty much what they could have done a lot better from this scene is instead of going to, to the entire casino scene, just, um, and you know, from doing the casino scene, finding the, the, who they think the guy is and turn out they're wrong, um, what they could have done is, before this entire scene could happen, they could have been told who this person was. But then we wouldn't have our, our expectations subverted. You know, we need the expectations to be subverted. Otherwise, it's just a piece of crap movie. Oh, they talk about marriage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to go there. Sorry. Um, they got too real. God damn it. <laughs> Woo! All right. Watch Marriage Story. Download on Netflix. All right. So, always plug. All right. So, keep going. Keep going. Give me the way. Um, there's kind of the they kind of sense that like once they found who the person was, um. Oh, the, the spy? The spy. Ben, uh, Benicio Del Toro? Yes. Yeah, his character. Yeah. What, his character was wasted? Mm. His, his, fine, not, not really, but... I mean, DJ? I mean... His, his, no, I thought that was actually his, interesting. His acting was wasted. <sighs> <laughs> it's, 
sounded like a squirrel sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I like that. It was different. Like he, I like that. Sounded like Squirgo handing her nuts to Thanos. Yeah, he, he was quirky. You know? I don't, I don't but know. but I liked it was kind of like this gray area where it's like we don't really have this gray area where he just kind of like business is business. I'm just I'm just trying to make a profit. I like that. And then he just kind of disappeared. Never saw him again. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Or something again, not even mentioned. Like, did he die during that entire shot? Did he escape? No one will happen to his character. Um, in, in my sense, it's, it's kind of very similar to the, the kind of scene where, how, how do I put it? To me, that scene is very similar to kind of in Infinity War, I think, in the movie. Infinity War? I think. From a credit, there's a scene where I thought, like, this. Could have been a lot better, but it didn't need to be in the movie. No. What was I seeing? Should we come back to you? Yeah, come back to me in that okay. one. But um, yeah. No, I mean in general, do you want to come back to you or do you, like do you, do you have any for, thoughts for that one scene? Yeah, for that oh, one just scene, for that one scene. Okay. Okay. Come back to me. Okay. Um. So do you, so yeah. So what are some positives you have in the film? For a positive, I will agree. There was that one positive where the cinematography in this film again. I went back to cinematography was outstanding. Yeah, from from the light speed jump in a big ship to take out the destroyer for them to escape was beautiful. Yeah, like um, I agree with you that like George Lucas before, Ryan Johnson and Disney really pushed the limits of, of what they can do with what was on the frame. And if you ask me, that's a one positive that I can give this movie to. Agreed. And also an, another character I hated was that pink haired. Oh, oh, General Holdo, hold my, hold my weed. <laughs> oh God, her, her character had what, well, what, well, what well, was to teach how to run, to teach how to run, to teach Poe po, po a lesson. Yeah, that's all her thing was. And, and to to be devil's advocate, she didn't have to tell him anything because technically he was on punishment. He was on punishment, but at the same time, her main argument was that he's a flyboy, he's reckless, and although this may be true. The reason why she didn't trust him, it doesn't hold that much weight because he could be a spy or whatever, you know. When really, when really, he's proven in the past that he's a loyal asset to the to the resistance, you know, blowing up Star Killer base, doing everything for the Republic, a respected commander, well, demoted to captain. But yeah, to to me, it just doesn't hold that much weight. And pretty much, it shows how much how much he's developed from the Force Awakens to Last Jedi is from trying to be a leader. And like not to be Leia, but to be his own kind of like, this this stuff needs to be done. No one's taking action for what needs to be done. Exactly. And he did on last year, and I'm very fond of him for that. He yeah. did what needed to be done, and then they tried redeeming the pink hairs. I forget her name. Redemption. Redemption. Yeah, the, yeah. Her redemption. Was, I mean, like, it shouldn't have been her that died. No, it, it, in my opinion, it should have been Leia, if you ask me. Yes. You could have been yes. Yes. Could have been that scene. Could have been Leia too. Okay. Could have been Leia. That scene with the whole. It, it, it didn't help when, you know, obviously, unfortunately, when she died before Last Jedi, before Last Jedi was released, it was just that scene where she, uh, where she kind of just. Um, wait, how long? 45 seconds. Oh, I better make this quick. So then uh, that scene where it's like, boom, she got blasted out of space. And we're like, holy crap. That was this may, this may be Princess Leia's last moments. The second she opened her eyes and went away, 
That was... Bones going Billie Jean and Michael Jackson. Hee hee. That did not need to happen. But I, 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 yeah, I, I just felt that, okay. The fake... Ugh, that's that was when it, that's when it got too Disney poofy for me. That was, but um, but um, yeah. Do you, so. What else do you guys think about? I mean, we um, can transition into the next one with more Last Jedi talk as well. Yeah. Now back to Last Jedi. Oh God, we were, we were talking about a Leia, the Leia flight scene, right? Yes. How she, take, how she takes flight. Yeah. yeah. Superman style, you know. Yeah, as if, as if <laughs> that whole sequence wasn't dumb enough, like. There was a there was a part where I looked at it, and the more I thought about it, the more it just bothered me. It's like as if having Leia fly within these this debris, right, wasn't bad enough. There's this scene where she enters the enters an airlock, right, and all that Ryan Johnson had to do was close the airlock tight with the back door. He didn't do that. It's clear that he didn't. And then the front airlock opens, right, and then. Air steam comes out right to depressurize, but if that would have happened, if that back airlock didn't lock tight, everyone would have been sucked out into space. It's like those those little those little moments little that, that kind of take me out of the experience of it being a Star Wars movie. And it's more just like okay, free realm fantasy, do whatever it is that you want to do. It's not tied to reality at all. You know? I also felt that um, Admiral Akbar wasn't done justice with his death. I yeah. kind of felt that um, the fans were looking for more. Obviously, he just made a couple cameos. I honestly felt it would have been really cool if he was in Haldo's place. Yep. Yes. And then maybe like if the, the way they were going <laughs> to go with, with the way they were going to go with Haldo dying. Um, Obviously, do it with Admiral Akbar, at least yeah, yeah. do it like that because Haldo was just like whatever. whatever. Honestly, she was just there. I didn't really see anything interesting about her character. She was just she just was there to criticize Poe. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like she was just a mm, just even, even Leia's weird in this movie. It's just the the beginning scene where the rebels are escaping. We're right in the middle of the action, mm-hmm. and excuse me, resistance, 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 and and um, uh, Poe goes in to negotiate with General Hux, but not really. He just makes the yo mama joke. Hux looks like a freaking joke after the menace that we saw in The Force Awakens. It kind of, it's 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 like Disney is cheapening its characters right on the second movie, you know? I'm just like, that's, that's a little disrespectful. I didn't, I laughed the first time. The second time I was just like, uh, it's not that funny. Yeah. And then um, when the attack goes on, right? There's this moment when Poe is is destroying the cannons and th- he gets hit and that causes the blasters to not work. So BB-8 goes down, right? And he starts plugging up these different electrical circuit boards. That's yeah. not how electricity works. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he, he just bashes his head against the freaking circuit board. And I'm here like, yeah, this is, this is getting too Disney. I'm loving it, but it's getting too Disney for me. <laughs> this is so like, drama. Like, fair point. it's not working. What the hell do I do? Right on the buttons and like, Okay. Dude. Yeah, and then, and then, and then I was like, okay, uh, press the press the down button to activate the bombers, right? The bombers come in, and Ryan Johnson said that his 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 influence on this scene was World War Two bombers, mm-hmm. which is a is it's an inspired idea. I like it. Agreed. But the practicality of it as it works in this movie, these bombers go down like bitches, man. It, it's like it, like Leia is seeing all these bombers, and she's worried that she's losing a lot of men. It's like, 
that comes with the territory. This is war, right? And you're the one who orchestrated the attack in the first place, and now you're just blaming your high in command for just following your orders? Yes. Yeah. I also, don't know. That, that, that just cheapened it a little bit for me. Also, to go off the Leia scene again, um, I get Ryan Johnson wanted to show that Leia has force powers. But that wasn't the way to do it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. That wasn't a way to do it. Um, I feel like what, and this is going on for us, Skywalker, just to mix it in with The Last Jedi. Um, the way they showed her her powers in Rise of Skywalker was, was a lot better than it did in The Last Jedi. Mm. It was a lot better, but it still, it felt, no pun intended, fall force. <laughs> yeah. True. But, yeah, um, it yeah, with Last Jedi, yeah, no, I definitely agree yeah. with you. And... <laughs> I'll give I'll give the Last Jedi this though, and I'm I'm not for giving oh, the Last shit. Jedi praise. Damn, this there, is there's some, some breaking news. There's some parts that I actually really like with the Last Jedi. That's why I don't think it's a completely off. Like, Ky- like explain Ky- now. I must I must hear this. So like <laughs> so Kylo Ren's are no, not his titties. No, that is <laughs> no matter how juicy or how much milk can come out of those titties, it's, that's not that's yeah right. It's like that's that's why you like to call him Ben Swole. Ben Swole. <laughs> ben Swole. Yeah, I love that. Thick Boy and uh, Ben Swallow. There, there are segments in this movie that I actually really like. Like when Luke um, goes into the Falcon, right? And meets up with R2. That's a heartwarming moment. Yeah, no, I give you that. And R2, all R2 has to do is just show Princess Leia's original message, biting from the originals a little bit. And I like that Luke says, Cheap shot. And he just sort of gets convinced to train, not really Ray, you know, and... He's, he's just giving her lessons on why the Jedi need to end, why this has been established, and why it needs to end. I just thought of a... Since we talk about R2, one thing I'll say about Force Awakens that was really dumb, when R2 woke up... Uh, <sighs> that was dumb. And then, I just wanted to say and that. Then that was dumb. They oh. pulled the same shit in Rise of Skywalker with C3. Yeah, my yeah. boy C... Yeah. They yeah. pulled the same goddamn shit. What? Oh. So pretty the, much, the reboot, remember when when he when C3PO says, Oh, R2's memory banks are sloppy, and then 30 minutes later, R2 manages to restore every single bit of memory. I, I knew that was gonna, I, knew, I knew that was gonna happen. I, I just thought that was just so I'm like, God damn it. I thought that I I, I, I kind of honestly, yeah, it's I like that was I, I just as a way to do 3PO, like I'm taking one last look at my friends. I this sounds fucked up, I wanted him to die because I wanted him to like end his legacy saga but then it was just kind of like oh hello like later and then <laughs> then it's just like oh i'm back i'm like uh. anyway that's why right. johnny, johnny boy we haven't heard you with the last jedi what, 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 speak ember palpatine speak hey, but, you. <laughs> <laughs> but i definitely do want to touch on the point of leia and being in space like there's still like being in space and it's like <laughs> Talking about space balls, but I wish they. I was looking at. I understand why they wrote the scene like that. Ultimately, in Last Jedi, it's just I wish they took a more different direction with it and made her death in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Because it would have been far more impactful to the story, and it also could have been the thing that could have began Kylo Ren's redemption arc. Because seeing his mother die floating in space, we could have seen like a powerful scene where Kylo Ren's like. Oh shit, that's my mom dead. <laughs> yeah. Like we yeah. could have maybe seen him like without the mask or like maybe like some tears rolling down his eyes as we see Ben still inside trying to get out. 
Mm. That would have been a great, I think, segue to how he redeems himself in The Rise of Skywalker and makes the transition a lot smoother in that regard. It would, it would have prevented some all this pancake flip-floppiness with Ben, you know? It, it, yeah. Or one minute he's cool and calculated, you know, he's manipulating Ray, he's going to turn the seduction onto her, you know? And then after the Praetorian Guard scene, he, he says, you're still holding on! You know, yeah. and I'm just like... I like what really you didn't like that I didn't I didn't like that because it it like Ben was doing so well to, like telling Ray you know you know let the past die yeah stupid line by the way let the past die uh, I disagree uh, I can, yeah I disagree that um, let the past die signif- signifies a lot I mean I understand but you can't fully kill the past and it seems like it seems like Ryan wanted to push push this ideology. Like, if you want to find out who you are, you got to find it for yourself, which is fine and all. But there's no possible way that any person or any character, right, living or dead, can find their own place without help from what happened before. That's how you. We stand on the shoulders of giants. That's what we do. We take we take something that they did in the past, right? We make it our own and we make something new. That's that's how I see it. And Ryan's, this is like some of Ryan's twisted ideology that I just don't like from this movie. That that's just me. Now, now since we've been talking a lot about the cons of this movie, let's now speak on the pros. And as as little as they may be, let's see what we can get. Let's see what we can conjure out of this. Snoke died. Snoke died. Oh yeah. I, I, I like really that. call that a pro though. <laughs> for me, for me, that's, for, me that's, for me, it is. For, for me, it is. I yes, I thought that's an interesting move because usually it's like oh I was expecting to be like oh okay Last Jedi is gonna be Empire Return of the Jedi is gonna be or Rise of Skywalker is gonna be Return of the Jedi. I like that where it was kind of like Andy Strick is saying like I see his mind and uh, uh, I see like his strike down his true enemy and then it's like boom and then like I thought that was really. Cool, it, like it was whoa, he killed his master. Like that is really the rule of two. That's something Vader did do. I did that back. Sorry, but later, Kylo Ren is, is like what is it? He's in twenties or thirties, and he did that. Vader is like you know an old man, and when he finally struck down his senior citizen boss, and he, um, and uh, and for the pension, you know. But um, <laughs> um, so I felt that it was very definitely interesting that. He killed his master. He's like, I don't need this. Like, there needs to be balance. I need to bring Ray in, and he 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 even tells her like, you know, you're still holding on. Let go. Look what I just did. I just killed my master to also prove to Ray that we needed this. I thought that I I don't know why I like that scene where Kylo Ren is the supreme leader because he is so powerful. We can later see that Rise of Skywalker, but I don't. I like that. Okay, this young dude who has so much power, he's conflicted. That you know, um, like Jose and Amy made a good point of this. Um, shout out that, um, the one of the reasons why I think Kylo Ren arc is so cool is because he's trying to be different, he's trying to be a villain, but he's really not, yeah, as a hero. It's, a, it's the overcompensation of the character that kind of works, yeah. Know? He's trying to be something else, but not now, too. But I like that though, I, I like that he's trying to be different, but he's not because people that's the relatable part I like. To go off that scene, though, I will admit this is at Connor as well. Connor, I will forever say that fight scene between the the guards and Red and Ray 
Hmm? Hated that scene. You hated, you hated the, the Praetorian guard scene. Here's why. First time seeing it, it was a it was a beautiful, you know, a, a badass scene. You know, two two people against everybody else. It was an amazing scene there. But the more I watched, the more I analyzed this fight scene, the more I see how delayed each and every move of everybody is. No, I agree with you. I agree with you very much from from uh, choreography standpoint. Nothing against the the stunt coordinator. Oh yeah, nothing against that. It's just, it, it just it just felt it just felt a little too choreographed a little bit and i know people come in with with you know the prequel talk about oh it's all just gonna say yeah. it's all a dance every single choreography is a dance no matter what fight you're talking about what? in this in this particular scene there are glaring parts where the praetorian guards are waiting mm -hmm. to hit or hitting or kylo ren hitting the ground yeah the, when a praetorian guard could have gone for his head but he just goes back yeah. and there's no there's no supplementary praetorian guard Who's attacking him at the moment? There's no motivation for him to go back, you know. What I sure. um a, a thing I watched and learned was quarter crew. You guys are awesome. Thank you for giving me more information on my stuff. Um, was that a stunt choreographer and a stunt guy was analyzing the scene and he noticed these guys are probably late. Um, you know, Kylo Ren's, you know, Jarvis character and Daisy Ridley's character. They're probably late and probably waiting for her to make the move. And then once they make the move backwards, everyone goes forward. Yeah. Like I said, they that, were... That's what I... That's what I... Yeah, I you know, like they were late. They were, it was just too, like, either they were off-key or, you know, they're going off... I think off. they're off-key. I think they were just waiting. Yeah, I, I think they were just waiting for each other. But I see what you mean. But, I don't know, sometimes, I mean, you can be devil's advocate. I kind of like it to be, like, fast-paced because it kind of just... It gets old when it's just, like, one stroke... And then the other stroke, and then it's just like okay, something under like kind of like in Force Awakens and um, with Rise of Skywalker. But I did kind of like with something more fast paced, like oh shit, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do all these things. Kind of like with you know Thick Boy and um, um, there was one scene in that in that in that important in that fight scene between everyone there was that when I think Ray or somebody else had a knife. Oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah the Praetorian and guard had a knife, knife, and then in the other, like in the next frame, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. What, what was up with the editing team there? What happened? Was there? Because I think they. Because I think they realized that, like Ken said, like, oh, I could have stabbed her, but you know what? Let's make it more kind of obvious that we just put that away. Mm -hmm. But maybe they could have done something where, like, they completely take out the knife and maybe look like she, he was going to punch her. But then like later was like, you know what? Never mind. Maybe I can just pull her up. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I definitely now I don't know something. No, like that, but um, no. Yeah. Onto the pros. I think my favorite scene in this oh, movie. Oh, I'm still in pros. Like what you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So my favorite scene in the movie will, will be the Mark Hamill final conversation with Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 I heard that sigh. <laughs> no, because I like it. And I don't like it. That's the thing. Agreed. To me, to me, why I enjoy the scene is, for one, it could be a lot better. We, I get it. Everyone wanted to see Mark Hamill wield the lightsaber one on Simon and fight Ren. Everyone, everyone wanted to see that. Yes. You know, everyone, everyone wanted to see that. But again, it's like, Luke was so conflicted on whether he should go and help or just, you know, let the Jedi die. Mm -hmm. He was so conflicted. And when he realized it, it was really too late. He had to use all his power all his force in his system to use a force mm -hmm. ghost to go all the way to where they were. And it's a lot of strength for one, a lot of energy. Yeah. It, pro it, it proved his mastery. It proved his like, mastery. You forget that Luke is a master in this movie and has been for around 30, 25 years or something mm -hmm. like that, you know? And 
but what what I what I find kind of conflicting with this is that I want to like that scene, but it's just I can't because no matter how much no matter how much like it's been set up by Ryan that that Ray and Kylo Ren can force FaceTime each other or something. Like that. And <laughs> I feel you. I feel I feel everything, you know. Yeah. Um, I like that the vagueness of what killed Luke is still up in the air, but at the same time, it just feels too weak to me personally because I don't know this this certain force ability. It feels it doesn't feel that well developed to me. It could have worked. It could have worked. It could, that's the frustrating part. There are many parts that could have worked if the writing was better. You know, it's, it's a very frustrating yeah. set of events. And the one, this is this is the one scene that pisses me off above all, where Finn has the character moment of going yes, straight yes, into yes, that yes, Death Star yes, text. Yes, yes, yes. Rose and Poe and everyone else are already backing away, going already back to the base, right? Finn doesn't want to hear it. He wants to sacrifice himself. His arc is about to be finished. And then Rose takes a portal gun, port, teleports from one end to actually tangent line to where like Finn was gonna go and then crashes into him. That part that part was already bad enough. Yeah. But the one line that's said that's said here that's utterly stupid, it does a huge disservice to Rose as a character and the sister. That's how we're gonna win. We're not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love, and then force kiss. I was like, your sister, yeah. your sister fought a symbol of hate by protecting what she loved. How is this any different than what Finn was doing? Why? Because I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think if you just forget about not that the, I don't know the actress's name who played Rose. I think she did a pretty good job. Yeah, thank you. Who's um, awesome, by the way. Not no all respect. Yeah, for those people hitting on her, that was bad on you. Anyway, um, I yeah no, um, I thought that was, eh, but um, I did like that. Be pretty cool. Like Luke came in, said, "Oh, Matt," and saw C three PO and some Princess Leia. Kind of said his goodbyes. Then he just went out there, and Resistance like, "Oh shit, this is gonna go down." And then Kylo's like. You know, being a keep firing, uh, What the fuck am I saying? Supreme leader. Seaply, every time for now on. Hoopla. He's a seaplier. I don't know what's going on with my brain. <laughs> I gotta say that from now on. As a seaplier <laughs> of the uh, first order, uh, you know, I liked how like. He goes like, I want every, I want that, um, I want every gun, gun on him. him. I want him out of this guy. I, I just thought that was so cool to see him as that. And then the rage, he, and then the, the rage, and then like Hawk says, "That's enough." And then they they finally stop. And then like obviously that you think like, obviously you know Luke is gonna win, but the fact that like he was just there and just went, that was the most savage moment. Like, I'm like, Luke, you devil, <laughs> I love you for this. So like he's like. That's all you got. I'm like, <laughs> that's a, oh, oh man. And then and Kylo kept saying like, and then, keep going. And Hux is like, uh, like Hux keeps saying stuff, and Kylo just like, know, kind of like bitch forces him out of the way and just says out of my way. But then there's that final confrontation. Was it was when, was when they finally didn't touch sabers, which is not a gay joke, but it was just kind of, <laughs> um, which is 
they didn't even do that, but that when, was my chuckle. When Luke found out that Kaigo had the gay, he just he just disappeared out of nowhere. Because like, there is no. What's up? 30 seconds. 45 seconds. Okay. Oh, 30 seconds. Um, okay, 30 seconds. <laughs> the, the reason why they didn't touch Sabres, again, not the gay joke, no, it, um, was because, like 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 Poe found out, he was stalling for him to escape. Yeah. He, he, kept, he kept avoiding the Sabres while Ren kept attacking him because he knew Kylo would. So he kept avoiding the Sabres to so draw him off, not, not, give, not give anything away that he was a Force ghost. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, to wrap up the Last Jedi, um, to me, me personally, it's a movie. It's a movie that has way too many glaring issues for me to actually take seriously. Which is why I enjoy it more as a comedy where stupid crap happens all the time, and I just laugh. It's Transformers too. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not on that level of bad writing, but it's still a badly written. Transformers though, like come on, like you're really That's expecting. Don't movie. don't you do Transformers on me, buddy. Uh, I, I love Transformers, but let's be, let's be honest, it's like Transformers. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, okay, I agree, and I don't know. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. That <laughs> uh, was in Haunted Mansion. Um, so no, that's next we have Rise of. Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why he like he just wore like freaking Palpatine and I know I was here with the beard. <laughs> He's the as the Cuban Palpatine. And now the last Skywalker will fall. Encore, encore. Okay. Um, so who's Barry, first this Barry time? White starts playing in the back of Barry oh. White. That sexy music. <laughs> I never heard of Perry White. Um, anyway, uh, welcome back to the chat. Yeah, rise, rise and shit. Rise, rise of, of the rise, rise of shit. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I was about to say rise and shine. Oh damn! No, no, rise of sheep. Rise of sheep. Sheep. Shiva. Sheep Palpatine. Oh, oh sheep. Yeah, I forget his first name. Or Palpy. I just or <laughs> or Poppy. Uh, oh, <laughs> Poppy Path. Like, like, he was a puppy. Like, remember, <laughs> like, Jar Jar Binks dirty talking puppies. like, oh, bamboo. <laughs> 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 what was that? Oh. All right, so, I'll, since, since Ellie is decapitated, <laughs> um, I'll start off with the rest of Skywalker. Puppy. <laughs> Yes, I'll be there. You're not going to implement the myth. All right, Stitch. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go. Can, can you go? Yeah. So pretty much, I'll say this off the bat. This was probably oh, the, my most favorite out of the out of the trilogy. My fair most favorite. Fair. Um, for one, they did the safe route and went the nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. They went more on nostalgic, like nostalgia, and to make it more safe instead of playing the risky run and then making it run. Having like last Jedi situation, mm-hmm. um, you we we got our chance to see once again Lando Calrissian. Lando, yeah. So Lando once again, it was amazing seeing him. Um, there were many callbacks, like for example, seeing the helmet of Vader. Again, yeah. Again, the, the was, disheveled, the disheveled uh, Vader mask. Yeah, we we saw the Death Star. Um, to me, it still doesn't make any sense how that happened, but please what happened? Oh, the, 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 the mask no, survived. No. Everything. everything. In the Death Star, everything in the Death Star, but please continue. Um, Palpatine returned. It was pretty much 
For one, Ymir did not want to come back as Palpatine. He didn't. He didn't want to come back as Palpatine. He wanted the character to stay dead. Oh wow! But why did he take it? Hmm? But why did he come back? He he took it because of um. He's Money. like pretty much they convinced him to just come back for one role. And like, he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Uh, I saw an interview of Ian McDermott. It, it, it really, it really, it speaks as to how unprepared this whole trilogy was from the beginning. Yeah. And that Ian says that he got an email last year. We're talking 2018 mm-hmm. regarding hey, it, it's JJ saying hey, we're thinking of bringing back Palpatine, and he was and and Ian was like, oh, that's yes. I mean, I'm not gonna say that one like this, but <laughs> yes, yes, and like. I mean, initially I was hesitant, but, you know, anything to play this character again. I mean, it's just Ian loves this character. Yeah. It's very telling that he does. Of course. But I see your point where he wouldn't want to bring him back because there was such big closure in the sixth one. Mm-hmm. I understand that, yeah. Of course. So, you know, he his decision wasn't to come back. Um, we see multiple things to reside. All right, fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much the pros of this movie for one. Again, I will give it to Star Wars. They know they do know how to make very nice and amazing cinematography. Yeah. Um, the fight scenes were amazing in this film. For for one, my one of my favorite scenes was when Kylo Ren and Rey were fighting on the Death Star. Mm. That was amazing. The impact they had on the on the movie was amazing. Kylo technically wins. He does technically win. Um, he technically won that fight, but it wasn't for um, Leia. Yeah, and, yeah. and that to me, like I said, that, 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 like for me, cheap shots and like. Uh, and, and, for, and for me, that's kind of a con too. It was like this wasn't the the way that Leia was supposed to die. Mm. That's, that's, oh, that's not fair though. I mean, no, no, no. I I get it. It's not fair to say that, but and it's like. They could have done so much more to kill her off, but this was this route. A very cheap route at that. Well, it's the mixture of Disney not having a plan for the original for the sequel trilogy and also unfortunately her dying. I I think that they did a very good job on what they did, what they had. I think they really pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Perfectly, honestly, in some, what they had. In some instances I get it. I, I, I can see why they say that they put it off. I let no phone buddy. <laughs> my mom calm down my mom have a good day sweetie bye she doesn't say that she's like alright well anyway this <laughs> is pretty much yeah um, like, again again I'm gonna say this again I'm gonna make this joke and this is a pun that is intended okay. it was a forced death hmm. I actually mm, no no using the force to to get to to get to to get to her son was that was perfect. Like I said, the pun was a forced death. No, I didn't see it coming. Even though I knew that obviously they were gonna kill off Leia, yeah, it was awesome. it was kind of like like Ben, and then like okay, the way she fell like, to to die, it was like oh shit. I don't know. I thought that was to me like great. to me. A boy told me that like you felt the depra- you you felt like emotional when she died. I didn't feel any emotion out of it. I felt I. With Leia. I felt yeah. more sympathy, but I didn't feel any emotion towards her death. I didn't cry. I didn't feel any, like, okay, guys, she's... The, the one part where I where I think I was even close to shedding the man tear, which does exist, the man tear was when Chewie breaks down. Yeah. Crying, howling, everything, just not knowing what to do when she hears that Leia died. Yeah. 
that's when I felt a lot of impact. That's that's when it had a lot of weight. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's understandable. This is her. Yeah. This is his, one of his best friends dying out of nowhere. He was out on a mission with with with, with Tank Gang, you know, and then she, she dies, you know. Tank Gang. And also, I will um, I will say this also. There were some certain scenes where I did love uh, characters. I did love as well. Um, Poe's ex. Pose ex. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call her his ex because they had this this history. Um, she was a badass. I loved her. What's her name? Zori. Zori. I, 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 I want to see more of her. I really mm. did. I want to see more of her character. She had the. To me, she had the the same impact to me that um that that old that old stormtrooper that rebelled did that who was friends with Finn at the end. You know. Yeah. Same same way. Not not in. Not enough to really get me invested, well, but well, there were ideas that could have led to being invested. In it. Of course, it's just, it's just Rise of Skywalker is a clusterfuck. Yeah, it, it, it is. is. So many levels, it's a disaster. Yeah. Of course, but it, it, like, you miss like the movie. It's like, yeah. but again, it's like, oh, what, are we on Cantabite? What happened? <laughs> but again, you know, like, like I remember, like when we saw Rise of Skywalker, I was like, oh shit, I gotta go to the bathroom because I had a lot of Coke Zero. Oh, um, uh, and so then I ran to the bathroom. I had to say, yeah, I had Coke Zero, but um, I went to the bathroom. I came back. I go, what did I miss? And then Jonathan goes, you missed the you missed the best bromance of the C three P and R two D two. I'm like, ah, damn it! Like that's pretty much all. That was the most important thing that he missed in my eyes. Um, the rest of it was just um, but like. Uh, like a bullet train heading towards a brick wall. <laughs> right as as a as this movie was, right this was, it was a very fun movie to watch. Yes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A dumb fun action movie to watch. It's a Star Wars movie. Yes. Of course, Star Wars and like action and acts I, of the brim. To, yeah. to me, this more this felt more of a Star Wars film and that's nostalgic and like old school than oh, yeah. than the you know, like out of the entire trilogy. Um, seeing the redemption of Kylo Ren back to Ben Solo was amazing. Yeah, where they had to, they had to bring in mother-loving Harrison Ford. Was amazing. I love it. And see, just to just to restart it from Force Awakens to this movie, I know I have to do, but I don't, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. It's like poetry, right? Yeah, it, right. That's something cool, you know. And then yeah, yeah, from, from yeah. that call back, then he's like, he pretty much tells his dad, "Dad, hesitant, hesitant to say I love you, hesitant to say it." And then, and then you know the, the famous Ben Solo, no, Ben Solo, Han Solo line. I know. Yeah. That, that was great. That brought back someone like, oh my god! Then he throws his lightsaber out into the ocean. He went, yeet, and he, he looks back. It. He's gone. Thank right, you. right there is when Ben Solo was revived. Yeah. You, and can can we can we can we say this like no. JJ? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> JJ. Yes. JJ did everything in his power to salvage whatever he could from the disaster that was the last movie. But in in my in my personal humbling bumbling opinion, right? I think that with Hux, how they worked with Hux was he realized that he turns that Ryan turned him into a complete and absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a spit in the face to General Hux fans. I mean, yeah. I, I is there any General Hux fans really? Yeah, kind of like this character really. initially. Is there fans though? Let's be honest. No General Grievous has a good fan base. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, like, Comparison to Grievous, no. I don't that's what. Well, that's what I'm saying because General because General Hux is kind of General Grievous. You know what I mean? Like no, no, no. no, no sorry. Don't you ever? Yes, yes, they are. How can it not be? How can it not be? General Hux is the general of the First Order. General Grievous is the general of the Separatist Alliance. Yeah, but 
How are you going to compare Madroid Boy with the four twirly? <laughs> because they're both the same <laughs> position. General Hux, where it's like because they're both the same. I just want to see Tyler Red lose. Because <laughs> in general, in general Grievous. He asked a minute. That's very How true. do you compare them? No, it's, it's, it's performance. Hux is better. I'm just saying that their, their positions can be compared, and that what they do with this position are two obviously different things that have. Varying amounts of impact. One across three movies and one across one movie. General Grievous, to me, had more impact in the third one than Hux did in all three. And it's pretty, not pretty sad, but the fact that General Grievous has a better impact. He has like, what, 20, 30 minutes of yeah. screen time? Screen time where General Hux has like two movies? Four, no, three. No, three, three, yeah, three. three. And he gets upstaged by this new badass commander. Yeah. Like, he's so calculated. He's, he's like, He's like this all the time. He doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He's strictly business. I yes. like that. That's the Empire right there. But one thing I really wish that the um, uh, the big problem I had with the sequel trilogy was that um, it just felt like a rebrand of um, uh, from an original trilogy. Uh, meaning that, like, okay, the cool thing I liked was that in the prequel trilogy, we had the droid army versus the clones. Cool, very different. We had, in the original trilogy, we, of course, had the stormtroopers, vampire versus the rebels. Yeah. This one, I honestly felt that they could have done something really different. I really thought it would be really cool if, like, hey, the bad guys had the clones and the droids at one point. So why not, not, like, make them together, but why not have, like, make new clones and then make like stormtroopers and droids side by side. Why not why not make why not make an empire around Dathomir or something like yes. that? Darth yeah. Maul's home planet, which obviously is enriched with history. You could oh make something God. around how they were they were they were oppressed by they were how do you say I would I wouldn't want to say oppressed by the Night Sisters, but you know they they ran a certain way with the Night Sister that's a small band just got tired and just wanted to take it all for themselves. They're ruling the planet, and now every single bit of information that comes into Dathomir is run through these corrupt people. Yeah, that could have been an, an interesting idea. It's not like you yeah. you run dry with Star Wars. There's a lot of things to, to take into account. And the planet is shrouded in darkness, no, of so course. it would have made sense. Yeah. And also, sense. speaking on another flaw, I want to go to the fact that this is one major problem that was never explained. Mm-hmm. How did Palpatine survive? Yes. Oh, I can explain that. I can explain. Like this, like this, like this. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. What happened to the camera? Oh, bro, we were... We were so good, too. Uh, we were so... Okay, so the audio is going to keep on going for a while. So, so sorry that our camera has been messed up, but I'm going to keep on going, or we will keep... Yeah, let's keep on going. Let's keep on yeah. going. So, yes, I agree. Um, oh, boy. So... <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah the, the way... They, they hardly explain how he came back. It's just, he's back. Yeah, he's exactly. Back. Yeah, I did like... I mean, let's be honest. Palpatine... This is the most badass we've seen Palpatine. Agreed. The first this five is, minutes. Oh god, that, <laughs> it it was the most scary we've seen Palpatine, but I think this was his seeing his full power. Oh, for was, sure. Was towards the end. Yes. I'm like, oh my god, that was terrifying, and I loved every minute of seeing him on screen. I want to see more of him. I want to see him with the lightsaber again. Yeah. And, uh, I have to admit, no lightsaber. I have to admit, that was kind of... Maybe yeah. it was because he was old, older. He couldn't do it. Maybe that was it. But, but at least I have a stunt double. But, but yet again, 
even while Ray was hold, was wooding both lightsabers and you know blocking his lightning attack, he could have easily put out a lightsaber and fought her easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Be, with be, that. Because for one, all he used was his lightning power, which is again at his max, going to going towards that Ray. There was not once, and this is when Palpatine was a bit younger. I get it. He did a one on five, and he killed every every single one of them except Windu. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, he killed Windu. No, allegedly. Uh, well, like, allegedly killed Windu because you know help of Anakin. But right. what, yeah. what, no, him, but like but him by himself, he could every single one of those Jedi he fought. Yeah, even freaking Kid Fisto, man. Oh, uh, Kid guy. Fisto was a man. Yeah, and then and then you know he's probably the most Jamaican Jedi we can. Have yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a Jedi man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's funny. Um, yeah. Pass me but, the Jedi wheel, man. <laughs> I do want to add the point about Palpatine not using a lightsaber. Not Jedi wheel? No, not <laughs> Jedi wheel. Jedi's devil cannon. <laughs> I will say there is a reason why Palpatine doesn't use a lightsaber and why his like, lightsaber, whenever we say it, it's so ornate and well beautifully decorated, is because he doesn't take it as a serious form of weaponry. He thinks that lightsabers are trivial and to him, it's hilarious that people have to fight with such barbaric things when it's like the force is all the power you need. And that's the philosophy that he followed with that for a long time. And we even see that in the prequels. We see it in the original trilogy. And no, we even see it now with no, the Rise of Skywalker. No, of course. Now, point taken, yes. He, no, yes. He just, he just as a form of barbaric time, you know, using an icebreaker against the force of his power. But he, but he was not a dumb guy. He always had it on him just for precautions. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he always had it on him for precautions. Even when it was needed, he rarely used it. And when he did use it, he was being smart. The, the, he also used it to toy with his enemies. Because he point. mastered all seven forms to say, this is an easy weapon. All I need is the dark side. This thing, I can literally just carve you up with it whenever I want, but I'll just use my force like it's the dark. <clears throat> it's the dark mirror of Yoda. Yoda himself also is above such weaponry, you know? But um, like you like you said, he's not dumb. He carries it. This is the signature weapon of a Jedi and a Sith. It's not like he's not going to use it every once in a while. Yeah, but, exactly. there's, but there's a battle is much more than just lightsaber skills. It's knowledge Agreed. and wisdom of the force. Agreed. Now... All we saw Palpatine use, well, two moves he used in this, in this, in this well, three, actually, in, in the Rise of Skywalker was, one, the Force was, was I mean, we've seen time and time again. Two, absorbing the power of Kylo and Rey. The, that life, was, the, the Force yeah. life drain? Force yes. life drain. Well, that was a move we have never seen on live action, mm-hmm. ever. I, yeah. the, weirdly enough, I'm, at, I'm convinced that he learned how to do it, mostly because Palpatine is a well-established character. This is why I don't believe that that either Ray or Ben can force heal like it's nobody's business. Force healing in general to me just doesn't work. Until mm. like, I'm Mandalorian and maybe you want to do that same shit. It's, it's stupid there too because it's such an ass pull as a writer. For, like it's just writing. It's just a it's just a simple thing that you can do. To, where's the Where's uh, where's the fear of death then? If you can force <laughs> exactly, because well, because it would it, change so much if well, that ability was not. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, because then Obi Wan could have been like, "Oh, let me just transfer some of my life force to Qui Gon, and he could have lived." But that was something like, that said about because George Lucas introduced that in Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, and obviously the whole uh, we know that the opera scene, of course, with all you know discussing the. 
of Dark Plagueis the Wise, so it naturally made sense for Palpatine to come back. I wish they explored it more. I wish they had like a thing where it's like, at least Palpatine was explaining to Kylo Ren, like how like a montage, like when I was young, Plagueis taught me everything. And you just do something like have like at least just have like a flashback of so, like how I got to who I am today. Because and apparently he got busy with the girl and he got with Ray's mother. With Ray's mother, and then. Uh, can we also talk about how it was just kind of – it made sense because to fix it, and I kind of like there was a middle finger back to Ryan Johnson. <laughs> the fact that he goes, Ray, you know what you were. You were nothing, but because they made you nothing. I, yeah. I, it was – it made sense, but it didn't at the same time. It's it's such a it's such a frustrating back and forth. It, it feels like I, I'm seeing two – it feels like I'm seeing two, uh, two people fighting back and forth between, okay – this is how it's going to happen. No, this is how it happens. Yeah, fuck you. No, fuck you. You know, it's a back and forth. And the, the, the story suffers because of it. You know, one minute you're saying that they don't matter. And now it's because they made, they made it not matter. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It so. just piles up on top of each other. It's just disastrous. But, but I will admit also. Okay. Now we can go. Uh, so hopefully video now works. So kind of wrap up with the rise of Skywalker. So I generally felt that this was a clusterfuck of a film. There was definitely things that we loved about it. We hated about it. Um, uh, one thing I didn't, one quick mention I do want to say was I felt that the Knights of Ren didn't, wasn't have justice. There was such a hype for them. Yeah. 100%. And how, they, how they propped them up only for them to just be just a bunch of generic background warriors. I mean, don't you mean like emo kids? Yeah, the emo, the emo kids. You know, you got Gerard Way coming in, and then the rest of the <coughs> romance in the back. And then you got Chester Bennington, and then you got Chris Cornell. <laughs> oh, um, um, so yeah, so well, I guess, well, I guess it was too dark. Uh, <laughs> dark side is strong. So it's strong with this kid. Oh, I don't have my. Yeah, you don't, I don't have, have my back hoodie. Too much darkness. <laughs> I mean, he was injured, so it makes sense, and he had no soul. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so recently, Jesus, So, anything? Final thoughts? I was, um, uh, all I want to say about the Rise of Skywalker is that to me, it's an enjoyable pander fest of a movie, whereas the Last Jedi was just a just an amalgamation of the original trilogy, like Frankenstein's monster of a movie. The rise of Skywalker to me was they had to they had to they had to scrape from the prequels, like like you you guys heard Johnny Boy and me quote that line that unnatural scene right that's from the prequels that's from the third movie and that's the good one you know that's, yeah. yeah or the good one if people say it is but yeah. yeah to me this was just a culmination of four years of people just not knowing what to do refusing to go to its original creator for help or you know just it's just a battle of egos at this point you know and it's something that it, i don't know it just doesn't interest me as much as it did you know? that and there was no plan there was no plan Who, like how how well is the trilogy supposed to be if someone is going to screw up your plan halfway through your trilogy yeah like adam driver even said he was he had no idea what the plan was for the end of the trilogy also there was um remember in disney infinity when uh, i don't know if you guys ever played that game but there was um speculation that um kylo ren and ray would be related yeah at first there was yeah and now they're not um Raylo. because Raylo. <laughs> 
Ray Low. <laughs> Ray Low. That is amazing. Um, so she transferred all of his organs onto him, and then no, and then him to her, and then he dies. Pretty much, and becomes one with the force. What with the force? Yeah. What I got from that scene was a kind of like kind of Romeo and Juliet vibes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We already have that with Anakin and Padme. I didn't need to see it again. Yeah. Also, can we just say? But it, it is a good point, though. I think what we needed was uh, two things I would have liked. When Rey was like, oh, she was beaten down, and then she had like, the voices of the Jedi surrounding her. I wish they had uh, Samuel Jackson, Ewan McGregor. No, but like physically there. Oh, oi, oi. Physically there. Like, the, like, look back. Um, just, just. Come on, like we needed them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And to me, it it, cheap, it, it cheapened the effect of, of the sixth movie, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Because these, this is one thing that I absolutely disagree with Disney on is that they actually thought that the whole plan from the beginning was that the whole saga was going to end with Rey as the main hero, but really it was Anakin. From the start, it was Anakin. He was the chosen one. He, he was the chosen one. And now they say that this is going to end the saga. This is the whole combination of all that's happened. It's going to end with her. And that was that was the, the, the plan. No. Really, there was no plan. Yeah. And also, yeah, I also would have liked... That's very true. I also would have liked when Luke and Leia were looking at Rey. Mm. If Ben was there. Yeah, that would yeah, kind of make sense Ben, because he did become one with the Force, so it's like, and, and, why and, 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 came back, why can't Ben? Exactly. And for one, he was a Skywalker, too. Yeah, he was yeah. really the rise of Skywalker. He was the real Skywalker. Yeah. He was the Skywalker. Yeah. Well, then Ray um, was, I think. I, I hate, yeah, at the end when they said, like, oh, I'm Ray, what's your last name? Skywalker. Yeah, this is this is what I meant in the previous episode where, where I said that, that where, where Jose mentions that, Yoda mentions that there is another there is another Skywalker, and I said it's Leia. It's Leia, and only Leia. That still rings true even after the rise of Skywalker, man. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, that's I, true. I uh, final ratings, everybody. So it's beginning from Episode One to Episode Nine. So uh, I th- whoever's <laughs> ready, uh, let's go. Ken, Ken, Ken Boy's ready. Um, one to nine? One to one nine. To nine. Yeah. I think it's better oh. seven through nine because yeah. everyone knows our ratings. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, seven seven through nine. Nine. I thought we could do the like, rankings. Yeah, we can do that in another time. This video is long enough as it is. That's true. So seven to nine. All right, let's go. Um, I said before, um, The Force Awakens, seven out of ten. Okay. Last Jedi, a good, a good stomping three out of ten. Rise of Skywalker, I'm giving it an 8, even though it's issues. I'm giving it an 8. Here's the reason why I'm giving it an 8. Um, even though like, like we all agreed before, it was a clusterfuck of a film. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Mm. Mm. And they, they yourself, you had no idea what they were doing. No, they did. To an, to an extent. To a degree. To a degree, whatever. Yeah. But, um... I give it an 8 for 1. They did the nostalgia crowd. They brought back... They made me feel like it was a Star Wars movie again. Mm. They brought back Lando. They... Show me Harrison Ford again. That was nice. They brought back Palpatine, which is an amazing addition. They brought back um, his power. Um, you know, just do it vibes. <laughs> um, this is a nostalgia. More of a, a Star Wars movie. The, the ending scene 
which we didn't talk about at all, was amazing. The ending for, you know, all the, the flight on these... Everyone coming back at the end and just... Mm. No, no, the, uh... no, not that. It was in, oh. it was when it was, um all the all the fighters fight, you know, from the the division fighters. Yeah. Along with all the starships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's the scene. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, so like that scene was amazing to see. Gotcha. Yeah, I got you. And there were so this, many Easter eggs in that scene. There was the ship. Wedge came back. Wedge came back. Yes. Like, not just Wedge. Wedge. The ship from the Mandalorian was there. It was. Yes, it was. Along with the um I think it was called the Ghost from yes, the Ghost. Rebels. Ghost from Rebels. Rebels. The Ghost from Rebels was there too. It was it was like like the nostalgia was so, so much like Star Wars in a nutshell. Oh, Star Wars, every Star Wars thing came into one movie. I wanted Star yeah. Toys there. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Elliot, your rankings, my son. Uh, uh, well, no, wait, you my dad. Alright, so yeah, so rest, to, to to close off, um, I'm ranking it eight for Rebels. Oh, right, um, Last Jedi was three, so Rise Skywalker is my favorite. Force Awakens, then Last Jedi. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens, seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, gen- nice generic film. Nice. Um, wasn't as good as A New Hope, in my opinion. Um, it had the chair. It had the charm. Um, no, it was just, that was it. Um, seven out of ten. Last Jedi. Actually, no, sorry. Force Awakens, 7.5. Last Jedi, 7 out of 10. Um, Last Jedi, 7 out of 10? Last Jedi, 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, 8 out of 10. Gotcha. And I feel like my reasons are enough. So that's it. Because it's... So you agree with me, it's 8 out of 10. So you agree with 8 out of 10. It's... Huh? So you agree with me, it's 8 out of 10. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Johnny Boy. So for the Force Awakens, is someone down there? Because it's part <laughs> of your knee. You're no, it's not. It's fine. Someone's down there. Someone's living down there. All right, okay. So Gerald, <laughs> I know. For Force Awakens, originally I was thinking like I'm gonna give it a six, but that's unfair because that's kind of a too low of a score in my opinion. I feel like Force Awakens, it had it shows it still does even if you watch it without the keeping in mind what happened in Last Jedi. It still shows extraordinary potential about where the story could have went and how they could have developed it forward. So, in my opinion, it's going to be a seven out of ten for that. So, all seven out of ten for yes, Force Wiggins or th- favorite three for seven out of seven Force Wiggins. Uh, no, I'll, I'll get to the three, favorite three, three, three in a bit here. Well, I, but yeah, 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 I'm yeah. going to give no, no. the last gen. Okay. I, I was technically seven point five, anyway. But um, <laughs> seven. So, seven. I'm getting it. <laughs> seven. <laughs> But All for, right, my, my dark lord, please continue. All right, so then... <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the last Jedi, I, I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10, to be honest. Whoa. I, you just copied Ken. <laughs> right, you know, I'll give it a... Nah, you know what? A 3 is too brutal. I will give it a 4. Okay. Because there are, despite, despite me not liking the movie at all, then porgs are kind of... Eh. <laughs> Death to the porgs. <laughs> I will say it did have its ups, and when it did have its ups in the movie, and all like, all right, I can make this, but then it's like, all right, this is cool, and then what? <laughs> so like my love life, you want up and then down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so overall, for that, yeah, I will. I will say a four out of ten, and I do mean it. I'm not just bumping it up by one to make sure I'm posing <laughs> <laughs> before you said anything snarky. All right. So now and Rise of Skywalker. Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. For the Rise of Skywalker, I will say. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Ben Solo's back. 
Cuban bed solo. <laughs> I'm actually going to give this movie probably a lot higher of a rating than I should. But that's because when I watched it, it the first time, I really did like it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Because, because when I'm comparing it to the rest of the movies that came out in this trilogy, in my opinion, it is the best one because it ties the loose ends of the mistakes that Ryan Johnson made in The Last Jedi. Come on. You have to admit. Wait, you're saying the best movie out of all of them? No, not out of all Star Wars movies, period. Oh. I'm saying the, the best out of this new trilogy. Oh. You have me worried. Buddy. No. The best the best movie we all know is Empire Strikes Back, 11 out of 10. No, it's oh. the Ewok adventure from the... Oh, the fuck you. <laughs> Obviously, special. yeah, Star Wars yeah. Holiday Special. Yes. All right, but, we're going to have a fit. All right, but back to what I was all saying. All right, before the camera goes out. <laughs> but so, no, point there. 9 out of 10. I do feel like this movie could have done things better. It could have had a little bit more time to go into certain ends, like, for example, how did Emperor Palpatine come back to life? And when did Leia receive force training from Luke? Ryan I would Johnson, have loved to see more of that. Ryan Johnson said that she wasn't a Jedi in The Last Jedi. Yeah. What, what is this about? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I would have liked to see some development from Leia's training. Even if it was only a little bit longer than that, I would have liked to see more, personally. Yeah. Don't mock up the original characters just because yours aren't developed, Disney. It's, please don't do that. Sweet. Oh, okay. So we're going to finish off. With, uh, with the audio? Let's see. My, my turn, right? Okay. Okay. The Force Awakens, I'm going to give a 6 out of 10. A 6 out of 10, respectable, respectable movie. Uh, even though it is derivative, it's not as good as people said that it was in the past. The nostalgia mm-hmm. goggles I had them on big time. You know, but... Yeah, six uh, six out of ten. The initial potential of this movie was incredible. Uh, I thought the characters were more or less well well introduced into the series. Um, but all the uh, I'm nothing wrong with nostalgia, nothing wrong with callbacks. But to me, they they have to they have to be integrated in a way that it it makes sense to integrate them. You know, a little a little funny one here and there is no problem for me. It's just that this movie was just full of those funny moments. It's like cream on a cupcake. You just can't keep eating all the cream. I don't like that much cream all in my all in my in my grill. In your cupcake uh, t- uh, yet diet. Yes, my cupcake diet. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're talking about something else, but that's a different story. The point is, cupcakes are delicious, and the 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 Force Awakens six out of ten. Okay. Um, last the, Jedi. The Last Jedi. I'm comfortable giving it. Oh my. Tell me. Do it. Okay, three out of ten. I'll give it a three out of, I'll give it a three out of ten. So three. It was so close to a two. It's just so close to a two. The, the obnoxious contrivances of this movie just drive me up a wall. It makes me pissed off every time I see it because because if whenever I try to see it seriously and I try to take the plot points and the the and the that, whenever I try to take them seriously. I just can't. It's just, it's just to me. Uh, for example, in the cave scene, it was so derivative of Empire. Ryan Johnson made that intentionally. I respect that decision. But the, what was what was the higher lesson to to be learned here? That she needs to find out who she is for herself. Okay, that's fine. But what what sticks with you? To me, nothing in that scene stuck with me. They're like. In the original case in, in Empire, it showed that Luke was not ready to face the task at hand, which was defeating Vader. Yeah. Because, one, he activated his lightsaber first, 
He's picking the fight. He's thinking like a bully. There's no, you can't do that. A Jedi can't think that way. What is Ray's, what did Ray get out of this? Yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry, okay, I'm, getting, I'm getting too much. No, we were, me and John were playing footsies for a okay, second. He's trying to play footsies with me and I was politely I'll see. <laughs> it's politely declining. So, so cute, Ken. Let's do it. No, <laughs> no, but, um, you want to go to war? Uh, yeah. Uh, Footsie war, yeah. Footsie war, Jesus. I know Footsie's got so intense. Oh, you know, everybody. It's a cool fetish. But, but, um, we'll save that for a different podcast. Oh, okay. yeah. The last Jedi, three out of ten. So close to a two, but it's a three. Right, let's, right, let's so, start. So uh, a high two, like, like three? Like, yeah, uh, no Fantana. No Fantana. <laughs> Go. Um, Rise of Skywalker, I'm comfortable giving a four out of ten. A four. I would, because there are, there are, there's some good to come from this movie that I like. It's a dumb action movie. I'm likely going to watch it again. I'm likely going to watch it again. I saw toys. Yeah, you saw it twice. I saw it twice too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Paid, we all see it twice. Right? I paid but, money to see this movie. I can't even say it. Be for free, so I'm going to go fuck. Hey, but The Rise of Skywalker, I can't get past the fact that Disney was so arrogant in their decision making with this movie. They had to shoot eight different endings, screen test them with people. People didn't like the original ending. If they just stuck with their guns and just chose to make a movie that would make sense or tried to make sense with Ryan Johnson's movie, right? I would have respected it at least for that, but it's a movie that I just can't get behind in the long haul because of what it represents, you know? Yeah. But I can still watch it. Hell, I'll watch, I'm watching The Last Jedi tonight. I'm serious. Even though I don't like the movie, I'm watching it tonight because I'm still giving it chances. It's a Star Wars movie, and I like the yeah. series, you know? Yeah. But, you know, yeah, these are my final ratings. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We've, we're done with the Star Wars for now. Yeah. Yeah, for I, now. Until uh, the, our Mandalorian podcast. Yeah, we're going to do one. Uh, uh, not for a while. Yeah, for a while, but so, uh, until, until that comes no, out. Well, where's, I'm done with Star Wars, honestly. Like, I'm ready to... We, we need a break. We, we need, need a break, a break from break. Force, from Yoda, from Palpatine. Team. From Palpatine? <laughs> Palpatine. <laughs> Or as we like to call him here, Palpy. Palpy. Palpatine. I bite you. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, Jar Jar is secretly Hispanic woman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. They make him Hispanic woman. <laughs> that is an interesting mix. Yeah. Mix, damn. But... I think, um, I think it's a good it's a good time to just fade out, uh, right into the sunset, stare into the double suns, just say goodbye to Star Wars for now. And think Boy Kenobi. Think Boy. And, and Ben Swallow. And Ben Swallow. And, and has been thick. And sexy Venom. And has been thick Dooku and sexy Venom. <laughs> and uh, did we say uh, Gingerlicious Cal yet? No, we haven't actually. Oh, we kind of fall in order. Yes. Yeah. Let's bring that for when yeah. we actually talk about That's that. That's true. I'm yeah. playing the game right now, so we can definitely do that review in the future. Hell yeah. I got to play that game. Um, so, so, guys, like so guys, uh, I don't know if you guys want to do social media, but... Um, you already know what it is, so I'm not going to bother saying it again. Hmm. Uh, I love you guys. Hmm. <laughs> Since I've not been here for so long, I'm going to plug mine in. Um, follow me on XV Designs on Instagram. Um, that's my design page for your own viewing pleasure. Correct. <laughs> that helps um, but yeah also follow my YouTube channel at the XV channel um, and also I am writing I am finishing writing my book called oh. The Mental Asylum nice um, uh, so um, on Wattpad um, W-A-T-T pad dot com you can view my story called The Mental Asylum 
So yeah. Yeah. Johnny boy. I don't really have any social medias that I usually plug on here. I like how you still wear your hoodie, by the way. <laughs> but I guess what I'm going to say here is I don't really have anything to shout out, but I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast. I tried putting in more of these episodes around and trying to contribute further. So I hope that's, that's something that I can keep doing in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Felt. yeah. yeah. Just do it. All right. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, be sure to listen to future episodes, which I'm sure will be much, much shorter. Um, so thank you guys for sticking around. and uh, I think we'll be with you always. Oh, I'm good. That, that made my day. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>